Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio today. I'm your host, Molly DeVos. And you know, listeners often send us questions, and I love that. And if you have an idea for a topic or maybe a nagging question about caring for your cat, please don't hesitate to email them to me at molly at cattalkradio.com. And today we're going to talk about a question a listener has sent us about cat litter. But before we dig around in that topic, I want to welcome my handsome husband and co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, my beautiful love, and hello to all of you out there in the great big cat world. And we certainly appreciate you sending us ideas and topics to talk about. So today is all about cat litter. So I think we should start by reading what Kristen has sent to us. I think that's a good idea. She starts with, thanks for your podcast. I love it and have learned so much by listening. I enjoy the information, your friendly, practical delivery, and I really appreciate your encouraging tone that you care so much about helping cats through teaching their people, which I think is a very good point right there. We teach their people. She uh-huh. said she goes on to say thank you. She also goes on to say I had a question that I hope you can address. There are so many types of materials for cat litter and I have just learned that some like clay have negative health impacts which is a bummer because I thought it was good natural basic that they clumped as well. I wonder if you could help and with an episode about the various options and which ones, if any, to really stay away from. I'd love to see, excuse me, I'd love to use one of the recycled paper or pine um, pellets as they are recycled and it seems great in that way. Uh, but I thought my cats might find it unnatural and weird and I Definitely don't want to put them off their litter. For sure, you don't want that. No. <laughs> Any tips or suggestions would be greatly appreciated for options that appeal to many cats, is easy to keep clean, and also healthy for animals and for the earth. <laughs> That's a lot of things to roll up in one, but okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, she goes on to say, anyway, I guess litter is a little dull but is also pretty important part of the cat's happy house. And I'd love to know your thoughts. She goes on to say, my little pals, Sonny, Dill, and Dill will be glad to know that the best options for a healthy, happy litter box. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what do you think about that, Molly? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think Sonny and Dill will be happy, but man, she's right. It's There's a lot of stuff out there. I mean, you know, and, and and I thought, you know, litter might be a boring topic, too, but I think it's one that all of us responsible cat owners have pondered. And, you know, it seems like you have kind of two choices. You either get 
healthy for the environment or something your cat likes. And and I got to be honest, I had to do some research for this episode and and I actually learned some things that just might lead us into maybe going ahead and trying a few more different litters. Well, that's great. And um, I have to apologize to our listeners. I've got some new glasses that's making it difficult for me to read her letter. But I think we should break this down a little bit and start first thing with the first thing that she talked about. How does clay litter have negative health impacts for your cat? I'd like, I would think that is a natural material also. I, I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah, well, there's there's actually two kinds of clay litters. So let's first start with the non-clumping clay litters, you know, the basic stuff. It It is natural, but it's obtained by strip mining, which can have negative impacts on the environment. But more importantly, the lower quality clay litters contain crystalline silica dust, which is not biodegradable and supposed to be also like a cancer-causing agent because over time, it can accumulate in your and your cat's lungs causing silicosis, which is like shortness of breath and reduced lung capacity. And in some cases, it actually can be can be fatal. And, and by nature, you know, from a cleaning standpoint, but, but by nature, it's also pretty dusty. You know, that is incredible. Wow. So I, I would have thought it would have been so natural that, you know, why would it not be the best stuff? But I know, why, I'm surprised. Is, it, why I, is it so popular then? Yeah, and, why is, and, uh, it's a good question. And, and I was surprised, too, that it's not biodegradable because you think, well, it's just clay litter, right? But, but it's not. So and, and it's popular. Biggest reason it's popular is because it's cheap. It's about half the cost of clumping clay litters. Um, but because it doesn't clump also, the urine and feces get kind of spread throughout the litter. So it does need to be replaced more often, it, or should be replaced more often. I'm not sure everybody does that. But, you know, rather than, you know, just adding more to it once you've clumped, you know, scooped clumps out and when it gets low, you know, clay litters are known for their ability to absorb large volumes of moisture, which means it does a great job keeping odors down. And some clay litters will have additives even, like baking soda or charcoal, which I guess for an additive, I probably prefer the charcoal. And those will help keep the smell down. And, uh, you know, I guess... um, non-clumping litter is a lot less, even though it's dusty, I think it's less dusty than clumping litters, which is also weird, and you wouldn't think that was the true. So let's talk about the clumping litter then, okay? Isn't it almost made of 100% of clay or? Well, it's, it's actually made from grains of the bentonite clay. Because Uh, it clumps together when it's wet. That's what that bentonite, um, and I guess that name is from the area that it's mined in Wyoming, if I remember right, something like that. But it does not contain the crystalline silica dust, all right? So it doesn't have that bad stuff that that causes cancer, the the bentonite clay. Um, But it, it 
also absorbs several time it's, times its dry weight in liquid, and it'll expand as much as 15 times its original volume, which, of course, is what makes it form the clumps that can be scooped out without having to remove the rest of the litter. So it's a lot easier, you know, to keep your litter box clean because you just add more litter when it gets low. Now, you do still have to completely change the litter, you know, about once a month probably. That's that's when we do it. I find about four weeks I can tell, you know, it's it's got particles in there and it's getting kind of nasty and stinky. And so we we totally replace once a month. So what are some downsides to clumping clay litter? Well, a big important one is if your cat eats it, it can create clumps in the digestive system and create a potentially deadly intestinal blockage, right? Because they can't pass that clumped clay litter. It also, believe it or not, is not biodegradable. So it'll stay in the landfill forever. It's kind of like, you know, Roman clay pottery. And that's kind of a funny visual because, you know, people thousands of years from now will be excavating, you know, our dirty cat litter. (laughs) (laughs) Going, what is this? (laughs) I think that's pretty funny. But, and you think about how many people own cats. I mean, it's huge number of millions and millions. Like, I don't know. I should here look this up before I misquote myself. But I think there's like... You know, 24 million cats owned in the United States. And you think about how much litter is gone through and how much litter is in our landfill just making up the clumping and non-clumping clay litters. Because, you know, like like Tidy Cats, that's, that's a big brand. And all of that is the bentonite clay. So, So why would they eat it? Well, when a cat steps in a wet spot and it clumps to their feet, you know, between their toes. You'll you'll kind of see them do this if that happens. They'll pick it out with their teeth and then lick it trying to get it out of their of their fur and sometimes, you know, they eat it cuz their tongues are all barbed and it gets caught on there and they might ingest it. Kittens in particular. Kittens should never have clumping litter in their litter boxes. They shouldn't have have clay litter at all. I, you know, if you have kittens, you you or you're fostering kittens, you really need to find a um, one of the other substrates, which we'll be talking about soon. But definitely for kittens, it's it's extremely dangerous for them to be eating it in their tiny little bodies. So, does the clumping put off less dust? Yeah, as I said earlier, it 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 does put off less dust than the basic clay litters. But as far as which litter overall has less dust, I mean, it, let me tell you what, when you do research on litter, you're going to find so many opposing and counter views on everything. It's just crazy. So many of them claim to be 99.9% dust free. And yet I still see dust on things. You know, our litter box is actually in our pantry room. We we have a utility room for lack of a better description and and it's the washer dryer and which by the way is not a good place to be putting your litter box but I, it it's a big room and so he's fine with it. And we also have, you know, pantry items in there and we have like open shelves where we store our serving dishes and I can see the dust on it. 
I mean, it's, you know, I, I can tell which litters are dustier than others. And I'm telling you what, it's, we use a clumping clay litter. Just put that out there right now. And, um, and it, I mean, it, it gets dust on things. We have, I have to completely rewash all of our serving dishes before I use them because you can see the dust on it. So what about the crystal litters? Yeah, so the crystal litter would be the I think the next obvious category to to look at. Um, that's actually a mineral based litter, and it's made of of uh, silica gel granules, right? Not to be confused with the crystalline silica, right? That that bad stuff that causes when you inhale it causes lung problems. It's, that's not what this is. This is. This is a different silica gel granules, not crystalline silica. Um, but this category of litters um, is referred to as silica gel litters. And some of the great things about it is it is non-toxic. So if your cat eats it, it's probably not going to die. Um, it, it has good odor control and it is lightweight. Um, some cons are that it is also mined because it's made of quartz sand, which is a non-renewable resource. And it needs more than 10 times the CO2 pressure to make compared to other litters. And it also doesn't break down in the landfill. So it doesn't check that environmentally friendly box. It tracks easily and it is expensive. And it's it's not as certainly not as dusty as the other litters, but it it can get dusty with use, and a lot of cats just find the texture uncomfortable. I mean, I remember when I I thought, oh, I want to try these new you know gel litters and see what happens, and I put it in Pico's litter box, and I don't forget any what we were at. Uh, at Mom and Bob's and in, in down in Las Cruces. And I, he went over and he looked at it and he looked at it and he was like, what the heck? And he's smelling it and he even tasted it. <laughs> it's like, what has she put in my litter box? And he got in there and he dug around and like was feeling it on his feet, you know, and he was pawing at it and pawing at it and turning around and smelling it and licking it and and i thought what on earth and he and then he got out and then i was really worried i thought oh my god he's not going to use it he's going to go somewhere in their house and he finally used it but he made it very clear that he did not like that stuff he thought it was weird now of course i should have just like when you transition to a new food if you're going to transition to a new litter you should mix some of the new litter in with whatever you're currently using and then increase it a little more and a little more every day so that your cat just doesn't freak out about something completely new being in its world because they do tend to do that. So you got to kind of slowly introduce a new litter and especially if it's a, a big texture difference and they might have a better chance of liking it. So I, I, uh, I don't know that I would try that again for us because it doesn't check that, um, you know, that environmentally friendly box. I'm not, I'm not too concerned about Pico, you know, consuming the clumping litter that we use now because I keep it so clean that 
he didn't really ever step on any wet spots or pee on his feet or do anything like that. So not real worried about him ingesting it. Um, so I don't know that I would consider, and the crystal litter, of course, is a lot more expensive. So I don't think I would try that again with him. I just was had seen it in the store and knew they were kind of new and thought I'd try it and didn't do it right. And he let me know he didn't like it. And so that's not the answer for us, but. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> let's uh, talk about this. So basic clay litter is dusty and can cause lung issues. Clumping cat litter is hard on the environment and potentially deadly when ingested. Crystal litters are also bad on the environment and cats don't like the texture. So what else is there to choose from? Well, that's a good question. So, you know, if, if a company out there ever gets the absolute perfect cat litter, you know, it, it's, I don't remember what it was, $12 billion industry right now. But, you know, you could make zillions of dollars if you did. And, and of course, there's a lot of cat litter options out there. So there's a lot of people trying, you know, they're still trying. And there are litters made of paper and corn and wheat and coconut and wood shavings and people even have a lot of do-it-yourself cat litter solutions like mixtures of chicken feed baking soda and cedar shavings another one is like dish soap water shredded paper and baking soda and and there's even more of those kinds of do-it-yourself cat litter mixes online too so didn't we use wheat litter for a while i thought we, we did yeah, we did. We used a uh, Sweet Scoop brand. That and, was it, Sweet Right? Scoop. And, I, and I liked it a lot. And um, and we used it for a while. I, I found that it, it didn't have the odor control that that I liked. You know, I mean, it, it didn't control odor. I could smell cat urine in, in the litter. I, I didn't think it was um, odor control. And by the way, when we're talking odor control, you want to make real sure that you're not using a litter, no matter what kind it is, that has chemical odors in it to mask the urine, because that too is very harmful on your cat's lungs. So, you know, I don't use anything like that. We use the Tidy Cats Clumping Free and Clean. So it doesn't have, you know, the, the added odor. It's got um, charcoal in there to control odor. So as far as clumping litters, I, to us, that was the the best option. But, you know, for some reason with the sweet scoop, it made Pico also try to eat it. I don't, I don't know why it, it, I don't know why I, I, but he thought maybe it was food and, you know, he stopped eating it obviously, but he would, he thought the smell was interesting. And I'm telling you what, it, it had a nice light kind of fluffy, you know, texture to it, which he loved. That, that's, it's more natural. So he loved that, but it tracked like crazy. And because it was light and fluffy, it got even farther away from the litter box than, you know, the two feet it normally tracks outside the litter box. But, you know, the other thing is, honestly, I've, I've never tried a litter that didn't track. I, it really, it, it, every litter I have ever tried <laughs> tracks. So I don't know that that's a huge downside. I mean, I, I liked Sweet Scoop. The biggest problem I had with it was I just 
didn't think it was, you know, a 10 in the odor control department. So of these sustainable alternatives you listed, which of these is the best? Well, let me just tell you about them and then and then I think I'm on, you know, everybody can just make up their own mind as to what's best. And, you know, true, what's best for one person and one cat may not be what's best for the next person. So, I mean, I think we're we're certainly all concerned, you know, about the cats liking it clearly. And, and some people are concerned about it being environmentally friendly and biodegradable and others aren't. And so you just got to pick and choose your own important factors. But the wheat litters, like like the Sweet Scoop, because Sweet Scoop was a, a wheat-based litter, um, it it's made from secondary wheat, which is the stuff that isn't quality enough to be used in food. So that's good, you know. It's it's like a byproduct. It's a wheat byproduct, for lack of a better term, and it probably feels the most like traditional clay cat litter. Right, but but it also can not only stick to their feet for tracking, but it also sticks to the box, making it a little bit more difficult to clean. I and I also did not find in because to me a clumping litter is important. I I think from a maintenance standpoint, clumping litter is important for me, and I didn't find that it clumped as well. Certainly not as well as the clay litters, and and I think that's probably what was contributing to me thinking that it wasn't great for odor control. But it is biodegradable, and it is certainly eco-friendly. Now, the paper litters, those usually come in pellet form because they kind of compress recycled papers. I think they use newspaper and things that are real absorbent, and they make little pellets out of them. And, And those can be good if your cat has allergies to some other things or asthma, you know, because um, it has very, very little dust. So that's a really good option if if dust is an issue. But of course, it doesn't clump, so you got to change it often. And I find that cats really typically aren't fond of the pellet litters. They don't like those as well on feet feel. You know, there's like mouth feel for foods. Well, we have feet feel for litters. <laughs> <laughs> And then another big category is corn, corn-based litters. And, and the corn can clump, right? And, and it does absorb some odor, uh, but it, it can also produce its own smell, and not everybody likes the smell of it. Now, it claims to be flushable, which is good, but I, don't, I certainly wouldn't flush it with a septic system or anything like that. But... It comes in larger pellets and can also be kind of uncomfortable on cat's feet. And then there's coconut litter, which is very interesting. I, we tried some of that as well. And and it, it comes from, you know, it's made of crushed coconut shells. And it's considered hypoallergenic. I mean, you can even put it in your garden soil, you know. Now, it doesn't clump, so it's more like the... Uh, the non-clumping wheat litters. It's it's pretty comparable to that. It's a real fine texture. So it is comfortable on your cat's feet. We we find that, that cats like the corn litter. It is higher in price compared to some of the others. Now, wood shavings, um, you know, those are commercially available. Like you can go to the store and buy wood shaving cat litters. 
You can also, you know, people go, oh, I could do it myself, you know, DIY wood shavings. But you got to be real careful on what type of wood you use because there are some that can be toxic, like pine is toxic to cats. It contains the phenols that can cause liver, liver damage. And that's why we always, you know, Christmas time comes around and we always recommend keeping your cats away from Christmas trees. Same thing. So aspen and wood stamped with heat treatments are acceptable to use for wood shavings that, you know, that won't harm your cats. But if you're going to go that route, be sure to do some additional research on your own before choosing that option. And of course, that's, it doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't clump and I don't know how much odor control there's going to be in it. If you could use pine and it wasn't toxic, that would make a nice natural, you know, scent, but you can't do that. So that's, that's not doable. <laughs> okay. So what about tracking? You know, again, I, I have not found a litter that I, I haven't tried any that just flat doesn't track. I mean, it, I, I, those that say, you know, they might say low tracking, but I just, I just don't even believe it anymore. I just keep a, a dust buster. We have a little Black & Decker dust buster right by the litter box. And I have a broom right there, too. And I just sweep it up and, you know, get it with the dust buster while I'm scooping. So I do that every day or twice a day while I'm scooping. And that's the way I, I've tried litter tracking mats i've tried like the little the little fuzzy ones that are supposed to knock it off the cat's feet i've tried the ones that have the two layers where the stuff is supposed to stay on the mat none of that stuff works i just we have concrete floors which makes it easy so i just sweep it up and and suck it up in the dust buster but yeah i I haven't found anything if anybody listening's found anything it doesn't track by all means post it in the in the posting of this episode for sure. Please do that. So what do cats prefer since we we're talking about everything yeah. around that? What are they like? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the best question because, you know, I've found that the cat product industry in general is full of things that are designed to appeal to people and not necessarily the cat, you know, and I, and I always say that we need to provide what's the most natural to your cat. So, you know, out in the wild, cats are going to find a sandy area to go in. That that would be their preference. And so, yes, that brings up another another topic and substrate. Play sand is probably what your cat prefers, and it's certainly cheap. But you talk about tracking that stuff. That's probably the most tracking material there is out there. And, of course, it doesn't clump. And some brands, like you got to be real careful, you can't just go get, you know, sand because some brands have a form of asbestos called tremolite, which produces like an asbestos dust. And and most of that is quarried from quartz rock. So we're back to it containing the crystalline silica, you know, that that bad stuff that's in the basic clay litter. But there is a brand called So Safe sands white play sand and if you're going to use play sand that's probably best but you know admittedly this is ideal for the cat but not ideal for the people you know when we had um that outback area in in and we made we had a like 
we had a huge backyard with cat-proof fencing. And so we made a litter box, a sand litter box for the cats. And, and they could go out there and just use the litter box and be outdoors and go out there and clean it up and that kind of thing and reset it. Because, of course, in the winter, it would get all nasty and, you know, snow and rain and things. So we'd, we'd scoop it out and then refresh it every spring. Um, so you could do that. And, and, you know, and I've told people that are having horrible litter box issues, if you were going to make the ideal litter box for your cat, you would get a kiddie pool and fill it with this white play sand and your cat would be in heaven. Now you wouldn't, you'd be having a heck of a time trying to keep that thing, you know, clean and from smelling and stuff like that. But, but that would be what your cat prefers. So cats really like you know, a sandy texture, the thing that's going to be the closest to what they would be attracted to going in in the wild. Okay, so it's official. I'm so confused about what the <laughs> best use at this point. I don't know. So if you're like me listening, we're just going to have to rewind and listen again, I guess. <laughs> you know, honestly, I I am too. You know, I I find that cat owners, myself included, have typically tried a lot of different brands. And a lot of people usually passionately defend whatever it is that they're using. And I've tried a bunch and have really not what I would consider to be the best. You always give up something for whatever you choose. You know, if it's good for the environment, then the cat doesn't like it or it's not clumping or it's not odor control and that kind of thing. You know, I guess maybe if you start a kitten off using pellets, you know, maybe they'll be okay with it. And, and you know, I've heard people tell me that their cats use pellets just fine, you know, so maybe that works for you and your cat. If you're not having litter box issues and you're happy and your cat's happy, then it's probably okay. You know, we use the Tidy Cats Free and Clean, and that is not good for the environment, admittedly. And clearly, it's dusty and it tracks. So I don't know why I'm still using it. <laughs> I will make it a mission to find better litter for, for us and that Pika likes. And on top of that, you know, I'll air some more dirty laundry here. On top of that, we use a litter genie, the, the litter genie XL, which has those plastic bags that, that come down and, you know, you put the clumps in there and then when it gets full, you tie it off and you put it. Well, not only is the litter not biodegradable and sitting in a landfill but those litter genie bags are also not biodegradable now that's because they have really great odor control in them and things like that and all the stuff that makes it where it controls the odor makes it where it's not biodegradable now admittedly they're working on it but you know we're horrible when it comes to, you know, being hard on the environment with our with our cat litter. So I would like to clean that up and and do a little differently. Now I've had a lot of people tell me that they like the world's best cat litter brand. And I haven't I think we tried that once and I can't remember. I don't think I felt like it was great at odor control and it still tracked and stuff like that. But they've got some new stuff out. Like they have a multi-cat and they have some with lavender oil in it. So I'm thinking we might try that 
and just see what happens. Because it's been a while since I've tried World's Best. And I do have a lot of clients that swear by it. Now, what I want all of you listeners to do is either shoot me an email and tell me what's your favorite cat litter and why that you're using. And, you know, if you're, if you're, we post this on Facebook and Instagram and stuff every time an episode appears. So go there and put in the comment section, what do you use that your cat likes and you like and why? All right. And then I'm going to make it a personal mission to do a test review of all the new ones on the market. Well, maybe not all of them because, you know, we just came back from Global Pet Expo and I swear there were, there had to be 150 different litters from all over the world and, you know, lots of the silica gel stuff I saw. But we're going to go to Super Zoo in a couple months and I will put that on the top of my list of things to to really begin to dive into because, you know, I, I think this is a great question and we do need to find a litter that is good for the environment, texture your cat likes, a smell your cat likes, that's safe for your cat, not only breathing but ingesting, you know, that's biodegradable and comes from a renewable source, you know, not 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 to strip mining and, and not things like that. So I, I really do think we need to have a, a all-in-one litter. So we're going to be looking for that when we go to Super Zoo in a few months. Well, this has been great, Molly. I tell you, as confused as I am, I still like the episode <laughs> and... You know, I hope that we can figure this out. It's a great question. I mean, that came out of nowhere, but really a good, good question. Thank you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. So if any of you others out there are listening and have a topic or have any questions, anything like that is great. Just send it to Molly. And her email address is Molly, M-O-L-L-Y, at cattalkradio.com. Also go out there and find Cat Behavior Solutions slash Cat Talk Radio on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Follow us everywhere you can find us. Follow yeah, us. please. And there's other ways you can help us. You can go out to the website, either through cattalkradio.com or catbehaviorsolutions.org, and go to our Behavior Boutique, which is actually a little online store that has things that are great for your cat. You know, we we definitely select those items very carefully. So, and and all, all of those proceeds go directly to the nonprofit. We are a nonprofit organization. There are no salaries paid out of Cat Behavior Solutions or Cat Talk Radio. It's all volunteer-based. And um, and even Dewey doesn't get paid to help do this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get paid to sing, though. Oh, God, no, please. <laughs> if you'd like to hear me sing, go ahead and send no. your donations, too. <laughs> no, well, I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> Believe it or not, we're doing this to help you take better care of your cat and also to increase the bond between the two of you. And we're going to keep doing it forever and ever. Hopefully not forever and ever, but we're going to keep doing it as long as shelter euthanasia is the is number, the number one, one cause of death, death in death. cats. Sad fact that remains today. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep calm and purr on. Yes. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. 
In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.